Have you heard about the newest molecules that resolve inflammation? My guest today is going to give us details on the newest research. You're listening to Nutrition Edge on ReachMD, and I'm dietitian Kathy King. Joining me today is dietitian and board-certified clinical nutritionist with 44 years of clinical experience, Diana Nolan. She is on the adjunct faculty of the University of Kansas Medical Center, Dietetics and Nutrition Department. She also has a private practice in Burbank, California, where she specializes in complex metabolic conditions, oncology, and gastrointestinal and neurological chronic diseases. Diana is an international educator and speaker in integrative and functional nutrition therapy. Today we'll be discussing new molecules that resolve inflammation and restore homeostasis. Diana, welcome to the program. Thank you, Kathy. I'm so glad to be here. Why is resolving inflammation so important to health? Resolving inflammation needs to be preceded by understanding the problem with inflammation. Inflammation is one of the gifts our body gives us as far as being on defense. And if we get an infection or whatever, we always have that ready to go and be able to heal us. But what has happened in the last 50 years is a growing chronic disease metabolic problem where we get stuck in inflammation and we, we aren't able to get out of it and resolve it. So this has been a problem, and uh, so far until the last, I would say, eight years, we really have not been so successful in understanding how to resolve it. We've been pretty good at smashing it down, and I'm sure everyone's aware of omega-3s, and that has been something that will suppress inflammation. But anybody with any of the chronic diseases has the common denominator of inflammation, and there's something going on in their body that keeps triggering more inflammation. So one of the things that that has come up in the last eight years, and I, think, I want to thank Dr. Charles Surhan out of Harvard because he has done some of the uh, wonderful work to help us to understand this, and we're still ongoing. We're going to learn more about it. But we didn't understand that there are little molecules in our body that can actually be responsible for resolving the inflammation so you can return the body's tissues back to homeostasis and health. And from a nutritional and physiological point of view, which players have we known were important in causing or resolving the inflammation? Well, the players we've known that are about causing it have been a poor diet, poor sleep, poor lifestyle, smoking. And they have physiologically put a big stress on the nutritional status of a patient. And, you know, so we've given a lot of counsel about people don't shouldn't smoke and you should eat more healthy and the Cancer Society is really good about telling you to eat 5 to 9 or 11 servings of vegetables and fruits every day. And so what about resolving it? We, we know that those help move you toward a better place, but we didn't understand that the fatty acids are really the key players in being able to resolve it. We know that you need essential fatty acids, omega-3 and 6, 
And there has been, which I think has been overdone, a lot of messages to the public and within science that everybody has too many omega-6s. And I'm sure you've heard that before. Mm -hmm. And that we need omega-3s. And we have many, many people in the United States reading magazines and uh, hearing it, that, and they're taking fish oil capsules. Well, fish oil is one of the metabolites of the omega-3 essential fatty acid, and it is very powerful. It can lower the omega-6s. But what I do in my teaching, and, and this is so critical for application in the, in the clinic, is that you've got to balance the omega-3s and 6s and look at the key players. The omega-6 and 3s turn into metabolites that are called the eicosanoid series. And it behooves all of us in healthcare to actually really get to know that eicosanoid series. And what we have done, in thanks to Dr. Sirhan and others that have researched this, have identified that as we keep making more metabolites in that eicosanoid series beyond what we understood, there are little molecules that come from omega-6s and omega-3s that are resolving. And we call those specialized pro-resolving mediators. And the acronym is SPM. And if you research this, you're going to find beautiful information on this is that we need to have these SPMs to actually resolve the inflammation. We can decrease it, but it needs to go into a resolution phase. The resolution of inflammation, it's very actively coordinated within the metabolism, and it's essential to maintain a person's health. Mm -hmm. And it involves, it's able to remove the inflammatory stimuli like an infection, and it's able to clean up the cell debris and stimulate that. It's just an amazing um, process. And these groups of SPMs are called endogenous autocoids. Some of the names for them are lipoxins, the D and the E series of resolvins. There are neuroprotectins. There are myricins. And I think the shock to me was when I first learned they come from arachidonic acid, omega-6, as well as the fish oil, EPA, and DHA. So that's why that balance between them is so important. You're listening to Nutrition Edge on ReachMD. I'm Kathy King, and I'm speaking with dietitian Diana Nolan. And we're talking about new molecules that resolve inflammation and restore homeostasis. Diana, which lab values would a practitioner use to assess these new molecules, or are there labs? Not clinically available to measure, actually, the SPMs. But what I do, and it's worked pretty well, is because the SPMs come from the essential fatty acids and the eicosanoids that we already have a lot of good tests for, we want to make sure those are balanced in what I have found to be the best in looking at fatty acids is the RBC or the red blood cell fatty acid analysis. And you can see in that analysis the omega-3s and 6s and if they're balanced or not. And if not, you can change the diet and modulate that. 
And also, it's helpful to look at the lipid panel, a regular lipid panel with total cholesterol, triglycerides, HDL, LDL, because cholesterol is actually involved in, in uh, a side note, with all of this metabolism of these fatty acids. And also remember that cell signaling has a lot to do with the control of the body. And where does cell signaling occur? It occurs on the membranes in the, with the receptors that sit in every membrane of every cell and every organelle and every nucleus. And cholesterol is a very important stabilizer in those membranes. You know, I didn't learn that until 10 years ago, how important the cholesterol was because the message in our country has been, you know, if you ask somebody on the street uh, how low should the cholesterol be, they probably think it should be non-existent. It's such a bad thing. But we, we need everything our body makes. It all is about being in balance. And so the cholesterol is something that we should not be as afraid of as we've been uh, led to believe over the years. Okay. For instance, cholesterol, if you do the research on it, low cholesterols, like less than 150, are really, uh, you're going to see that in a cancer ward or an oncology ward because we see that in cancer patients. We also see it in depression, increased depression. with So cholesterol is everything in a body has to be balanced. I know now that people are going to wonder, okay, so what do we suggest with nutrition and lifestyle guidelines for patients once we have this new information? Well, because the fatty acids are so critical to this resolving and controlling inflammation, looking at someone's diet in the fatty acids that they are eating and making sure that two things, that they have the balance of the fatty acids coming in, and we've got four groups of fats, you could narrow it down to that you need to get something from each of those groups. One group would be the omega-9s, which you're going to see in olive oil. Probably a lot of the reason the Mediterranean diet is so critical and it has been so successful. You're going to have avocados, almonds, you know, some of those that are rich in oleic fatty acid. Then also the two essential fatty acid groups, your, the nuts and the seeds, and the vegetarian sources of those, and also in fish for the omega-3s. But you're going to see also eggs. Egg yolk has arachidonic acid in a very nice way for the body. It's, it's very neutral acid-wise. Also red meat or poultry. So it depends on the person if they tolerate those. And I do recommend that if you're going to eat red meat, only eat grass-fed because the fatty acids in the grass-fed are going to be different than grain-fed. So when you get down to those kind of details, that's pretty important. Then also we have beneficial saturated fats. We have butter, for instance, which has the rich source of butyric fatty acid that is the primary fuel to repair colonocytes in the colon. So without it, we have a hard time. Also, we can make our own, but it's helpful to have that butter if you're not allergic to it. And then the other thing would be looking at helper. I call them helpers to inflammatory control, and that would be lots of flavonoids, lots of the phytonutrients 
that are also assisting the immune system to manage the inflammation. Yes, I think that sounds great. Do you have anything to summarize for us on resolving inflammation and restoring homeostasis? Well, one of the things that we have found and when I'm looking at lifestyle is stretching, like I mentioned, can uh, be able to stimulate more of the SPMs. So my summary would be eat, move, sleep, and think happy. And you will <laughs> promote some good SPMs. The other is, of course, managing and being able to uh, eat the right fatty acids and not eating damaged oils like trans fats. So really just whole foods. And keep also keep tuned in to the new information on SPMs because we're learning a lot. It's a fast-growing field for scientists and healthcare professionals. Diana, thank you for your clinical nutrition insight. It's been wonderful as usual. My thanks to our guest dietitian, Diana Nolan. We've been discussing new molecules that resolve inflammation and restore homeostasis. I'm Kathy King, and you've been listening to Nutrition Edge on ReachMD. Be sure to visit our website at reachmd.com, featuring podcasts of this and other series. Thank you for listening.